Good evening, and I hope you are doing well this evening. I, um, <clears throat> as always, if you don't care, <clears throat> if you can hear me, um, please give a thumbs up or a, or a, um, just comment that you can hear. I would greatly appreciate it as we get started here this evening. <clears throat> I uh, am always so glad that you are willing to take time out each evening and watch these devotions. And I uh, always pray that they will help you. And um, last night we looked at um, praying even when it seems insignificant and uh, we are continuing along in the same passage of scripture and what has happened is the nation of Israel had gotten wicked and uh, had been into a great trouble and tribulation and God um, sends an angel of the Lord which I believe was Jesus but um, uh, the uh, Bible talks about him in the Old Testament. I don't believe Jesus is an angel. He wasn't created. He's always been God. But you can disagree with me and we can still be friends. But um, to this woman who is barren and says, you're going to have a child, but I want you to do some things after you have the child. And so we saw on the first night of this week how we are to um, be thankful for our blessings. And last night we looked here as... Not only did he come to the woman, but then the husband prays and says, Lord, show me. And then um, the husband uh, had a visit from the Lord. And so we looked about how no matter how insignificant or how um, different it is, you need to take your burdens to the Lord in prayer. But tonight I want to show you that God has always been God. He is God and will always be God. I don't know about you, but I hate change. I don't like to eat at new restaurants. I don't like to change vehicles. I don't like to buy new clothes. I don't like to go new places. I am content with everything staying the same. Uh, there is a video of me as a small child, which my family likes to make fun of me. I don't know, I was probably three or four years old, maybe. And I'm standing in a swimming pool as my parents are telling me about something new. And I proceeded to say something new um, and like I didn't want that. And so uh, I have never liked change. And in this world, everything changes. The world is not the same as it was yesterday or when you were growing up or even when I was growing up. People don't always think the same, talk the same, things that we never would have dreamed could be going on, are going on. And so tonight I want to show you that in a world of constant change, a world of constant uncertainty, um, a world where who do we really put our trust in? God hasn't changed. And so when I look at my life and my marriage isn't as good as I would like for it to be, or my job is not as secure as I'd like for it to be, or my health is uncertain in the future, I can put my faith and trust somewhere 
and that is in a God who doesn't change. And so it starts here in chapter 13, and the angel has come to Manoah, and this is what he says. And Manoah said to the angel of the Lord in verse 17, What is your name? So that's when your words come to pass, we may honor you. But the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? And if you know anything about wonderful, uh, Isaiah 9 verse 6 calls the coming Messiah, Jesus, wonderful. So I believe this is Jesus himself. And he goes on to say, So Manoah took the kid with the grain offering and offered it on the rock of the Lord, and he performed wonders while Mona and his wife looked on. And it came about when the flame went up from the altar toward heaven that the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell on their faces to the ground. Now don't miss this. Now the angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoah or his wife. Then Manoah knew that he was the angel of the Lord. And what happened was Manoah said, why don't you stay with us? We'll feed you. We'll we'll spend time together. And the angel of the Lord, which I believe to be Jesus, says, I'm not staying here to eat. You can offer a sacrifice that worships me. And I believe the Old Testament teaches us that we are not supposed to worship angels. We're not supposed to bow down to images of angels. We are to worship one, and that's the Lord. And so for this to be just any angel other than the Son of God, which is not really an angel, but in the Old Testament, that's how he's referred to, would have been idolatry. And so Jesus is here providing hope in the Old Testament When you read through the New Testament, you see Jesus providing hope there. And then when you read the book of Revelations, you see Jesus providing hope into the future. You say, Jake, how do you know that God has always produced hope in the past and in the present and in the future? Well, I'm glad that you asked. And listen to what it says in verse 22. So Manoah said to his wife, we shall surely die for we have seen who? God. They thought they were meeting with a man. Then they thought they were meeting with an angel. And then they realized they were meeting with God himself in the person of Jesus Christ. And Manoah realizes, uh, we're going to die. You can't be in the presence of God. He's holy. He's perfect. He's righteous. But listen to what his wife says. And this is a wonderful reminder from you and me. Verse 23, but his wife said to him, if the Lord had desired to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and a grain offering from our hands, nor would he have shown us all these things, nor would he have let us hear things like this at this time. Then the woman gave birth to a son and named him Samson. You see, Manoah's wife says, God did not appear to us with this blessing then to destroy us. And so many times I hear this about God. God doesn't care. God doesn't love us. God um, isn't there with us. And what she says is what sometimes we mean for evil and what other people mean for evil, 
God means for good. And that's what she says here. And tonight I want you to know something. Um, when you are going through the difficulties of your life, and you read in this book that we call the Bible, the very Word of God, and it says that all things work to the good for those that love God and are called according to His purposes, it might not look good in the moment that you are going through. It might not look good in the relationship that you're struggling through. But God has a purpose and a plan for it. And tonight, I really hope that you will take this message to heart and to be reminded that even in the Old Testament, Jesus was still doing and working and being God. In the New Testament, we think of the healing of the blind man and we think of the giving um, um, the lame the ability to walk and, and we see the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus giving hope. We read in the book of Revelations that one of these days Jesus is going to come back and destroy his enemies and that we will be with him in a perfect place called heaven forever. But sometimes the Old Testament, the New Testament, and the coming of what Jesus is going to do, we know that. We've read it. But when I'm in the midst of difficulties, sometimes it's easy to forget that the same God who has always been there, who has always been at work, who has always been bringing hope, who has always been wonderful, isn't right with me. And so today I want to ask you this question first and foremost. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Because if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're worshiping something that cannot save you. You're worshiping and putting your hope in something that will change. I love being a pastor. I, I love, uh, not all of it, but I, I I love what God has called me to do and I and I pray that that continues. But I cannot save you. I cannot be perfect for you. I'm going to fail you, let you down, stumble, struggle, and sin, just like all men do. You can't put your hope and faith in a political leader, a Sunday school teacher, a, a deacon, a, a wealthy friend, a, a family member. The only person who never changes is God. And so tonight, as you go through the valleys and the struggles of life, you have to know that you know that you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And if you know Him as the Lord and Savior of your life, there will never go, there will never be a situation that you go through that He is not with you and unchanging. And so tonight, I pray that you will uh, read this passage of Scripture, uh, study it, and really grow in what it means. As always, I just want to thank you for watching and know that I am praying for you. Um, tomorrow night will most likely, um, and Thursday night, wait, today is Wednesday. I'm sorry. Um, most likely Thursday night will be our last devotion for this week due to the fact that we have an Easter drama play at church. And I want to invite you to come and to, um, truly, um, watch the Easter story played out. It's on Friday and Saturday night at 6.30. And uh, we've put all of our chairs back in. 
We're expecting a wonderful crowd. We're praying for people to be saved and lives to be changed. And and so I just want to invite you and uh, know that we'd love to have you and that if the Lord tarries and, uh, and the Lord is willing, I look forward to talking with you again tomorrow night.